everyone. G'day, Zan. G'day, Muf. How are you? I'm very well. I'm feeling the glow of the last week of Beautiful Bang Fam radiating from me. What a lovely oh. time it was last week and oh. the in the days that followed. So nice. I know. hundred. It was, yeah, great response. Everyone sending lots of messages of support and, yeah, it's just really nice. Nice to know that people enjoy it. Also, a lot of people wondering about the Ouija board that you have at your house because Beryl was absolutely summoned. You transformed. People told me, like, <laughs> where did that come from? I got a little visit from Beryl. Beryl she's in. She's back. She doesn't. She's... She doesn't make too many appearances. Can't, doesn't want to leave the house, which is fine. Treat them mean, keep them keen. I say, Beryl. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Well, but um, speaking of glow. <laughs> What a huge morning it's been for science, for the world. That's right. Supermassive black hole discovered. (laughs) Why do I laugh every time I say that term? It seems like it's a joke phrase, isn't it? What did you find? I found a supermassive black hole. Supermassive black hole. That's not hyperbole, though. This black hole is 6.5 billion times heavier than the sun. There's photos on the ABC website where you can see. That's why it's supermassive, though, Zan. Supermassive, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) You can put our whole galaxy inside this black hole. And can I just say, I'm very excited about this. I did spend many years side by side with Dr. Carl every Thursday. Mm. So when this came through on this morning, I was like, oh, my God, he must be frothing. But when I said to Bang Boy, this is huge, he just like said to me, no jokes. Yeah, but why should I care? What does it matter in my life? <laughs> and I thought that maybe like. Oh, I thing. get so it, though. What can we do with it now, that, it, we, it now that we've got a photo? Like it's like. You know, you knew what it was and it exists and we're all cool with it. But now we've got a photo that looks like something my my mum took and she hasn't got the focus right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so can I just say, like, I just can't believe either of you are so flippant about this. No, it is amazing. It is incredible. But, like, come on, the photo's not that, not all that, is it? That's because it's 55 million light years away. This is like when you try to take a really good photo at a concert and you zoom in and everything goes a bit grainy. Yeah. It's 55 million times worse than that. Wait till you've got better quality. Wait. Just wait. Hold off for you guys. I really hope there's no scientists listening to us right now. No, it is amazing. It's absolutely incredible that they finally got a photo of it. Um, Still don't know what it really looks like, but it's. It's good. It's... I like the person that lo- likened it to a cheesel. That was a good mm. one. It looks a little bit like a cheesel. You know what it looks like <laughs> Like for me? You know when you go into a fish and chip shop and they've got those circular fly zappers? That's like... <laughs> <laughs> Again, yeah. scientists are screaming at the podcast right mm. now. Or a, drunk, was... or a drunk photo. It's like a drunk photo. <laughs> it's a bit blurry. I did like seeing that um, one of the people who helped develop the computer program that enabled this, because it's like, how do you take a photo that far away? They basically set up nine satellites, I think six, nine, quite a few different satellites um, around the world. And it basically made a big 9,000 kilometre diameter. And then they pointed it towards where this black hole was. And that's how they were able to take the photo. But the person who helped develop the computer program that would create, you know, help create this image is a 29-year-old scientist by the name of Katie Bauman, and she developed it when she was still in school at MIT. So this, like, what a again, legend. Yeah, there's just all these incredible young women in science and technology who are smashing it, and there's photos of her in front of the screen sort of just showing, like, I, I helped create this, I yeah. helped come to this. And it's like 
this, this, this image shows that it kind of, you know, helps confirm Einstein's theory of, of general relativity. Mm. So it's like, finally, we kind of have proof. That's the whole point of science and exploration. It's like, ask the question and then see if we can prove it. Yeah. Um, so it's, I think it's a big deal. I'm very excited about the black hole and the photo of the black hole. <laughs> I'm very excited too. It's, it's, it is amazing. I'm certainly not talking it down. It's incredible. It's a huge leap in terms of our knowledge and our understanding. But they already knew. Like They knew it was there. It's just about, <laughs> it's just about getting a photo all of right, it, isn't it? All right, all right. Let's move on from the black hole. Can't nobody tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. My new favourite song, Zan. Is it? Yeah, Little Nas X. Old Town Road. Have you heard it? I have. I, I, I've got to admit, I sorted out after seeing all the exciting headlines around this. It just went number one on the overall Billboard charts yesterday. Oh, it's at number one now. Number on one. the overall charts. Overall, number one song in America. Okay, that's really interesting because it came up on my Twitter feed a couple of weeks ago and it says um, country music has changed. And then it had like... <laughs> like a guy in a country hat at a rodeo having a dance along to this one. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's happened to country music? Have I, I need to check back in again. It's been a long time since Taylor Swift was in the country charts. Mm. She she got booted off when she got too popular, or or did she? Um, and it's raised heaps of really interesting questions because Lil Nas X is Montero Hills, his real name. He's 19. He's from Atlanta and he makes music. Well, he was kind of just fiddling around in his room, really, having mm. a fiddle. And uh, there could have been a better term I could have used Definitely instead of that. Um, yeah. And it was a bit of an experiment for him. He had limited tools, recorded it, uh, put it together, uh, used country sort of country lyrics, I guess. You could say there's lyrics like, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride it till I can't no more. And, um, <laughs> yeehaw. Yeehaw. And so that kind of, it's country, but it's trap. It's, it's lots of things. It's hip hop. It's, it's a real melding of, of many cultures. And where it first turned up was on that Chinese app called TikTok. Yeah. Um, I'm not across it, but the kids are. And it's, it's a really weird thing where you combine um, how do you explain TikTok? It's very. It's kind of like it's like a bit of a meme generator as yeah, well, isn't it? It's like where Vine went to die and and <laughs> develop a whole new level of kind of weird internet activity. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it turned up on there. Um, they were people were using it on cowboy themed videos, and then it hit the R and B and hip hop charts. On Billboard, I didn't realise it had gone on the mainstream ones until yeah. you told me. Yeah. So it and, and but then what Billboard did, who is who are the gatekeepers of what goes on on the charts, said, "Hang on a minute, um, Old Town Road, that's not country." They said it incorporates references to country and cowboy imagery, but it does not embrace enough elements of today's country music chart in its current version, and they took it out. But then Billy Ray Cyrus did a remix. That's right. Added a verse. So the old white guy. So the old white guy comes around and validates a country song made by a nineteen-year-old black American hip hop artist. Yeah. And it's just it's ludicrous. This yeah, that was one part of the story, which is like a whole other conversation, isn't it? The constant undermining of black music in America and validating of it via white artists who mm. often, you know, in many cases borrow from a lot of black music. Well, what Billboard's gone and done is is banned this guy from the country charts and now it's gone number one all over. And it says so much about them trying to keep their job 
as, yeah. as gatekeepers. They decide what is country. They decide what is R&B. They decide what is contemporary. They decide all of these things and yet we exist in a world where all of these things exist together and in different ways and in different levels. And I thought about that. If they're sort of turning around and saying that can't be country, we've got to keep it country, not only is it feels a bit racist to say a young black American artist can't who does hip-hop can't have a country hit, A, that's mm. what it felt like, but B, these genres, if we wipe them out, it wipes out all these things that run the music business that is the huge moneymaker. Like think about every award ceremony, think about all that stuff that is based on genre it actually blows it out of the water if you start cancelling this. And I'm kind of into it. I'm the into other, it. The, the other <laughs> thing stop, is stop telling us what things are. I those, hate that. Those charts, those award ceremonies, the general public does not give a shit about any of that myth. No. And this is the thing. These, get, these gatekeepers, Billboard in Australia, ARIA, are trying to keep up with the way people consume. They've added in different elements like they now include streaming in the charts, include YouTube streams in the charts. And so they're trying to keep up with the way that the audience actually interacts with music. And YouTube is a huge way that people discover music, which mm. some people may not realise. But those days of them being the gatekeepers and the markers of success are gone. And they're kind of just chasing after the wagon, trying to grab onto it, but it keeps on just getting away. People are trying. Sorry, wagon. Did I say wagon? You said wagon. (laughs) Oh, country wagon. (laughs) (laughs) But the you know the audiences don't care. They're not looking at Billboard and going, "Oh, that's number one. That means it's good." It's an industry thing based Mm. service. Uh, and a very, you know, I wouldn't, I won't, not, won't go so far as to say outdated, but just those, it doesn't matter anymore. The audience is finding it themselves. They're pushing it up themselves. The communities can decide what they want to hear and what they don't want to hear. And the genres, like you say, don't matter to anybody. If it's good, it's good. It's good. And if it's country uh, and it's got hip hop in it, doesn't matter. What if that's twenty nineteen? Yeah, welcome to twenty nineteen. And funnily, this is where where they're really struggling with their justification of doing this, is that they had Taylor Swift's "We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together." Remember that? Yeah, it was a huge crossover hit. Great video. But she was still on the country chart. Yes, that's true. She was still on the country chart for um, about nine weeks. They never booted her off. Yeah. So you know, there's a bit of a discrepancy here. Yeah, I think that is so far from a country song uh, because she began as a country artist. Yes, but like if you're going to start making those decisions, who you got to think about? Who's making those decisions? Why are they making those decisions? It's time to question it all. Yeah. Oh yeah, poo talk. Oh, we love poo, poo talk here. <laughs> Always well. here for poo talk. I was very excited to see this headline uh, pop up in The Guardian, from the joke shop to the high street, why poo is no longer taboo. (laughs) And I will say this. One of the reasons I love this article is because uh, they use the term shitegeist, which is also (gasps) great. Oh, it's so perfect. Shitegeist. Whoever but, came up with that and the author, I haven't got, have you got the author's name of this article? Give, oh, no, I don't. I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Give him a Walkley, I say. Give him a Walkley. Oh. <laughs> Shitegeist. Shitegeist. The catalyst for this is the launch of a poo museum uh, on the Isle of Wight. Is it in the Isle of Wight or on the Isle of Wight? You lived in the UK, in or on? Around. Uh, around. In the vicinity of the Isle of Wight. <laughs> There's a poo museum. So next time you travel into the Isle of Wight, head along to the poo museum and it basically talks about, like, so that's a catalyst for the article, but it pretty much talks about how 
poo has become part of popular culture in a way that we haven't really seen before. Mm. And it does reference the poo emoji, the little shit emoji, yeah. which I think has made it kind of a cute thing. There's very sort of kawaii poo yeah. things. There's, you know, little key rings and erasers and uh, you can buy unicorn poo in sort of slime or putty. Um, so it makes poo a, a cute thing. Apparently last August poo became, um, was trending bigger than Beyonce, which I'm here for. <laughs> But it's, it's, it's kind of this, I, I love that things that are sometimes seen as, by many people, as taboo or disgusting mm. or shameful, and we talk a lot about shame in Bang On and not being mm. ashamed of certain things, when they, I guess, tip over into the mainstream. And sometimes that's the reason why we do it, because there's something exciting about talking about it. Uh, you well, know. it's liberating because, again, it's it's actually in a broader context. I think it's all those things we've been told that we can't, we can't discuss or, you know, especially from a, 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 a woman's perspective, our lives, <laughs> our lives are constructed around, you know, covering up. We cover up with makeup and, you know, we, we don't sort of, we don't show that, that sort of very human side of ourselves or we weren't encouraged to yeah, as yeah. kids. So part of the joy in embracing things like Boo is going, yeah, stuffy wall who said we can't talk about this and we can't. We can't be human, you know, and I, I think this is a huge part of it. I often think about um, famous people and the fact that they poo as mm. the great equaliser. It kind of calms me down whenever I'm sort of thinking, <laughs> oh, you're so cool or you're so beautiful. I always just think, yeah, but you, you your, sh your shit still stinks, yeah. but also you poo. And I imagine them pooing. Is that messed up? I imagine <gasps> oh, people you're pooing. you <laughs> You are a sicko. Not in a sexy way, just in a kind of equaliser way. <laughs> the great equaliser. I imagine Kim Kardashian pooing. And I think you should as well. Just imagine yeah, whenever true. you see those stupid photoshopped images that of the them. Kardashians put up, just imagine all of them on the, the white ivory having a doing good a poo. poo. Sunday morning, poo. Doing Kardashians a, do, doing a poo. Doing an ABG. An ABG! <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, imagine. take that with you for the next week. Be, it's good for your mental health. And Imag you, imagine beautiful people doing poos and mm. you'll feel better about I, the yeah, I think yourself. you're onto something here, Zan. I actually do. This is great. <laughs> and um, if anyone needs to know what an ABG is, go and look it up. I'm not saying <laughs> it. No, it's AGB, isn't it? AGB, after grog ball. Yeah. <laughs> you said it. Oh, man. Wednesday, April 17 is going to be a big nightmare for her. Oh, weren't we excited when we got this news? Just us personally. And we're sharing it with you now. Jokes. No one, no one else cares. No. <laughs> this is exciting. This is the uh, night that Netflix is going to drop Homecoming, which a few people were whispering about, but we just got the news this week that a doco taking you behind the scenes of Beyonce's groundbreaking Coachella performance of last year is coming to Netflix Wednesday, April 17. That's... He is a little taster. Tell the truth to yourself first and to the children.
my God, that's the bit in the trailer where I start crying. Yeah. <laughs> Just that big tuba sound. I know. The oh, brown note. That's the brown <laughs> note speaking of. <laughs> it's true. You can't talk about poo and then segue into Beyonce and not talk about brown notes. <laughs> it's Look, true, this, that's why it gets you right on, in the guts. Poo might have been bigger than Beyonce on Google Trends last August, but come next Wednesday night, Beyonce uh. is going to take the crown uh, because it's going to be happening. This was an amazing live stream that went down at Coachella, but that's the other thing. Like Heaps of people missed it because it's never actually been broadcast or recorded or screened anywhere else since. Like, so unless you saw kind of got a dodgy YouTube stream of Mm -hmm. it, unless you saw it live in the moment, a lot of people missed it. So this is going to be a chance for you to see it and go behind the scenes of the lead up to what was one of the greatest musical festival moments in history. I hate the term change the game, but this one changed the game. It totally absolutely did. she blew everyone out of the water. There will never be a live show as extraordinary and as well constructed and full of ideas and, and really, really exciting and, and also, you know, confronting a lot of issues as well. Like it, it was nuts. It was amazing. And a storytelling performance as well. You know, she's telling the story of these historical black colleges. She's, there's a whole bunch of layering that goes on. We, we had Ketchy in the week mm. that it aired and, and she walked us through a whole bunch of the different reference points that had completely gone over our heads. We're, we're so excited about this that we're going to do something that we've never done before, Miff. We're going to ask you to pull up on the couch with us. How do we do that? We're going to go Instagram live oh. and, <laughs> and bring you into our lounge rooms um, and watch... Homecoming together. It is going to be a Bang Fam viewing party Wednesday night. It drops Wednesday afternoon, late afternoon mm. on Netflix in Australia. I have confirmed that with Netflix. Great. Shot them an email. You made a call. I made a call. <laughs> um, yes, the Bayhive was buzzing that day when I made that call. And we are going to press play on Netflix on Wednesday 17th of April, that's this coming Wednesday, at 7pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. So, so what, we'll, what do we do? We just Everyone <laughs> just comes onto either of our Instagrams? Yeah, so basically you might have seen people, if you're on Instagram, go live before. If you're following Miff or I, you'll see it. If you're not, just press follow on at Zanro or at Miff Orhurst and you'll be following us. You'll see it in both of our feeds and we'll be there on screen together and you can be part of it as well. So we want Bang Fam to like real-time reacts. We're all going to be watching it for the first time together. And um, that could be – this is going to be an experiment. Like, yeah. you know, we'll have the tracky decks on, maybe a glass of wine, maybe some yeah. wonton. Maybe some wonton. Maybe Steve and Merv will make yes. an appearance. Yes. Perhaps. Because oh if there's no one around, they'll come out. <laughs> it's just me and you're on the phone. That's fine. Whenever there's people at my house, they don't – they hide. I want to see Steve and Merv on screen. Yeah. I'll just have my plants in the background because I'm a barren woman, even with pets. <laughs> just me and my plants. Just follow us on Instagram and that's all you got to do and you can join us or just say, no, I don't watch Instagram live and that's fine. We'll be talking no, about it next week, real. I'm this sure. This is anyway. a real one, not a handbag. A no. Not a handbag or someone <laughs> pretending to take a photo Instagram live. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it should be I'm awesome. excited to see what Merv's reactions are to the show. Might be a bit noisy for Merv. You're one microscopic cog in his catastrophic plan Designed and directed by his red right hand It's time to bang on, Zan, and you've played a Nick Cave track and I sense that there's some Nick Cave bang on recommends coming my way. Correct. And particularly related to that song because he's got this great newsletter. I'm banging on about the red hand files, Mm. which I actually forwarded you one of them in the last week. 
um, because he answered the question, what does Elvis mean to him? And gave the most beautiful response. If you don't know what it is, it's basically he started answering people's questions that they just, they've got, he's got a whole website set up. If you just Google red hand files, you can find it. You can look at them online. You can subscribe to the newsletter and it pops into your inbox about once a week. And he pretty much just answers whatever questions he's given. He says that he reads them all. He obviously doesn't answer them all because he'd be getting thousands. Um, but there's everything from, you know, questions on whether he ever wanted to quit, whether the inner voice inside of him ever told him to give it up. What was his earliest memory? Is an amazing question about the death of his son, Arthur, mm. which is um, one of the most beautiful responses about death and particularly from the perspective of a parent who's lost a child way before their time that I've ever read. You might have yeah. seen people share that around a few months ago. But it's just such a, an insight into a man who has always been such a giant in music and seemingly so puts up this front, but it seems like the older he gets and obviously in the wake of you know incredible personal tragedy, he just seems to be more open than ever. Yeah. And, and he obviously is an incredible writer. So the way that he communicates how he feels about the world and everything from silly stuff to really deep stuff is just poetry. So it's beautiful. The Red Hand Files, highly recommend it. You can dip in, you can subscribe, whatever you like. It's so lovely. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was so pleased when you sent me the Elvis one last week. It was incredible. Um, it really really expressed a lot of feelings that that we've all had about Elvis and and what we would what we gain from his performance it was just beautifully written and yeah I loved it thank you it was perfect for you I think you were the first person I thought of when I saw it thank you what are you banging on about well I have been watching on ABC iview I know that you love Steve Coogan, Zan. Yes. You're a big fan. There is a new Alan Partridge that's up on ABC iView and it's come really quietly, like no one knows about it. I don't think it had much fanfare. No. It's Alan Partridge doing a television show. He's gone from mid-morning matters uh, and in his you know, radio station. He's now taken his character to the BBC. He's back at the BBC. As we know, it's been a long ride to get back to the BBC. And he is presenting what's very similar to a show they have on the BBC about five o'clock every weekday called The One Show. Mm. And The One Show is probably a bit comparable here to breakfast television where they move from really light, funny pieces to really serious pieces in a drop-dead second and it's Alan Partridge at his most inappropriate. And I actually struggled watching this one because it's so close to the bone, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Too real? It's too real. It's too real, but I'm loving it, but I'm kind of, I'm, my skin is crawling when I'm watching it and just going, oh, my God, like this is this is too close to so much that I know. It's, it hurt, but um, I, I, well worth it. Just incredible, absolutely incredible. And I'm starting to believe that the Alan Partridge character, I mean, it's more than just a, a character that he plays. This is a performance piece. It's been going since the early 90s. Yeah. And... Steve Coogan is a genius and it's just amazing how much output he has had, he has created. It's nuts and this one is so good, not disappointing whatsoever. I'm excited because I saw a bunch of people posting about that and I just assumed it was old episodes. I had no, no. idea because like you say, it's just <laughs> arrived out of nowhere. Yeah, the ABC kept that one on the down low and it's Surprise! there. <laughs> so good. All right, on iView? iView, ABC iView. Excellent. I'm going to jump in. Oh, actually, can I just say, people took my Shakespeare, um, my reality TV Shakespeare seriously. 
And can I just say that someone stole your idea? I you know. coined it last week, and then a writer at the Sydney Morning Herald, a week later, said, said the same thing. A week later, just basically stole your idea that maths is the Shakespeare of our time. Mm. You heard it here first. Bang, fam, no, totally, totally. But some people thought I was serious. <laughs> Just wanted to put that out there. I you know it. better than that. Listening to Bang On, mm. well, I mean, well, we do. We're like we're like Steve Coogan. We pivot from the very serious to the very <laughs> silly, and sometimes you don't understand what's what. No, uh, we're going to be very silly on Wednesday night. I'll see you on the couch. See seven you on the couch. PM. How exciting! Australian Eastern Standard Time, seven PM. Just follow us on Instagram, and we'll see how this experiment works. Probably, and it, you, look, it might not work. It might work. We don't know. We're not going to be streaming the. The documentary as well. Like we can't obviously do that. You need to have Netflix. So that's the other thing. So you've got to like press play with us. It's the dorkiest thing ever. It's kind of like when do you ever sit next to someone on an airplane and you decide to watch the same movie at the same time and yes. you go one, two, three, and you both press play? Yes. That's what we're going to be doing. <laughs> but to thousands of people. <laughs> we're on a we're on a long haul flight oh. and we're going to be pressing play at the same time. Oh, that's fantastic. Bring me the sleeping <laughs> tablet at the end. <laughs> I'll bring you a miniature bottle of wine. How's that sound? Thank you. All right. I'll see you on Wednesday. See ya. Bye. Bang. 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 Bang.